0: And welcome back, everybody, to another episode of MLB DFS Quick Hits, your Friday, April 2nd edition. Hope everybody had a great opening day. It was a good one, good one in the Slack chats, all the good stuff there. Again, if you want to follow me on Twitter, at BDentric, give a rate and review on the podcast. It would be great. MLB DFS Quick Hits on iTunes and all your listening platforms. If you choose to watch the video, if that's what you're looking to do, Roto Baller YouTube channel has you covered Go give it a subscribe and a like over there to get all the goodies for you on that. But, yeah, opening day was great. The uh, Royals and Rangers combined for 24 runs. That worked out pretty well. Uh, COVID struck, which was sad. We had a rain out in Boston, which stunk. But we had offense galore, baseballs flying out, pitchers getting shelled everywhere. It was fun. We had a lot of green screens. Let's do it again on Friday. Six-game slate to break down for you with uh, opening day, a lot of the – not great environments. Get a, uh, a pass on the second day in case there's a rain out, just like in Boston. But that game is early, so not on the main slate. Let's look at the weather on this six-game slate. It is just fine. There's one game east of the Rockies. It's in a dome. Everything's west of the Rockies. Weather's fine. 60 to 70 degrees. Limited wind. Not a whole lot to worry about at this point in time. Looking at the totals on this slate, Tampa Bay-Miami. That's the game east of the Rockies, seven and a half. Dodgers, Rockies, 11.5. White Sox, Angels, 8.5. Astros, A's, 8.5. D backs, Padres, 8.5. Giants, Mariners, 8.5. And And you're going to sense a trend there. Every game outside of Coors, uh, west of the Rockies, White Sox, Angels, Astros, A's, D backs, Padres, uh, Giants, Mariners, all totals of 8.5. And you can make very compelling arguments for pieces in all of these games. All right, let's check out the pitching on your draft king slate. It's a doozy. Bowers 10-5 and Coolers? Yeah, no. You got Snell at $9,700 against Arizona if you really want to. If you want to pay up, you could go to Snell. I get it. Strike upside there against Arizona. Uh, they have some talent. They have some uh, pop in that lineup. We saw them hit four home runs in one inning against the Padres. They chased you Darvish. They almost won that game, but then the Padres' bullpen was outstanding. Uh, you can go to Snell if you want. I don't hate it at $97. i am probably just going to pass. I'm going to save money on bats because tonight there's a lot of bats we want to pay for. So if I'm paying up, I'm thinking Ryan Yarbrough, 8300 bucks against the uh, Miami Marlins. We saw Glass now do his thing. Yarbrough coming from the left side, should be able to hang tough and get some strikeouts against this Miami Marlins offense, which is going to struggle a lot this season. So Yarbrough in that ballpark, very good spot to target there. Give me some yards, 83. Lazardo at 79 against Houston in that nice pitcher's ballpark in Oco Coliseum. We saw the Astros get going on Thursday night. The long ball, Bregman had a beauty. Brantley going deep. Uh, Lazardo in GPPs, you can get there when he's on, filthy. The Astros don't usually, usually don't strike out a ton, though, so keep that in mind. But he is in play if you feel like it. Otherwise, we're saving cash. We're going Pablo Lopez against those Tampa Bay Rays. Eventually, those Rays are going to break out. is too good. Meadows did go deep on opening day, which is great. But you got Lopez, who we know has been very, very good at home in the previous two seasons compared to on the road. Lefties can hit him a bit, but at 7K, don't hate it as an option. Couple punts you can look at Christian Javier. The A's do have some swing and miss in that lineup, plus the pitcher's ballpark. Javier at sixty five hundred, a little bit upside there. Hopefully he can make it five or six innings. That's the question: How far does he go for Houston? But decent spot for the uh, the Astros pitcher. The pitcher of choice tonight, though, is at six thousand dollars, and the reason he's at six thousand dollars is DraftKings asleep at the wheel. Uh, as the games were being played on Thursday, the Mariners. Starting rotation had James Paxton as the number two, and you say Kikuchi as the number five. Well, that switched in the day. Paxton's now the number five. He's going to pitch on Tuesday. Kikuchi's pitching on Friday at $6,000 at home against the San Francisco Giants. Now, there's been offense galore in Seattle. The Giants' bullpen blew a Cosman start. The Giants have hit three or four home runs. It's great. Give me Kikuchi at 6K. I will take my chances there. Strikeouts will be there for Kikuchi. The velocity's up. We know what he can do. He might give up some runs, but at 6K, you can take that, that hit with the strikeout upside. He's going to bring to the table for you. Love Kikuchi at 6K. Going to be very popular on the slate and for good reason. So if you're attacking pitching on the slate, you can go Blake Snell at 97. I get it. No problem there if you want to. I'll save some cash. So I'll go to Ryan Yarborough at 83. Lazardo in tournaments at 79 is in play. And then Pablo Lopez, Christian Javier, and one you say Kikuchi in play. Kikuchi and cash in tournaments very very live for me. Uh, Yarborough's cash and tournament viable. Lizardo tournaments only. Pablo and Javier preferably more so on the tournament side of things. Uh, just for I like, safety's sake. Lopez, I could see a cash argument if you choose to go there. All right, let's take out the bats on this six-game Friday slate. It's going to be a quickie today. Very, very quick show for you. Catcher's position. You got Coors where they're finally all priced up. So Will Smith had the day off on Thursday. Should be in the lineup at 5,200 if you're paying up. You could look there, but we'll probably save some cash at the position like we usually try to do. And we'll go down the price scale here, and we'll just slide on down. Slide on down. Posey went deep on Thursday, and we'll pass again. Stasi's 31. He went deep. Keiko limits hard contact. You could go Stasi if you want at 31, but I'll save money. I'll go back to Vic Caratini at 2,900 bucks. Double-digit points for us on Thursday. Good matchup versus Merrill Kelly, a guy that you can take advantage of from the left side of the plate. So give me some uh, Caratini at 2,900, a guy we can exploit the situation with there. The other guy that I want to keep an eye on, look at Colorado's lineup. They did it on Thursday. You have Fuentes batting second. You have Chris Owens in from McMahon. You had Hampson in seventh or eighth. They mess with the lineup because that's what Colorado does. So for some reason, Dom Nunez cracks the lineup at catcher, he's $2,600 with Trevor Bauer. Very nice discount on that one. And then last but not least, Jorge Alfaro is 2400 versus Ryan Yarbrough. If you're not using Yarborough and you just want an ultimate punt, Alfaro at 24 is in play. I'm probably leaning Caratini as my main target, but a couple other cheaper plays if you need to go that direction. First base position, jose abreu at 5800 i'm telling you dk priced things up today this is why we're saving money on some pitching because outside of coors which is a great spot to stack very very reasonably a point white Sox versus lefties is always good you got san diego versus merrill kelly which is in play you could make an argument for oakland and be contrarian seattle's very much in play versus johnny cueto there's a lot to like here and i love abreu at 5800 bucks tonight against andrew heaney it's very expensive though so be careful you can save a few bucks, go to Matt Olson in a tournament versus Christian Javier at 51, or go to Eric Hosmer, who went deep on Thursday at 48. He's a very strong play. San Diego is one of the better stacks on the slate outside of Coors Field. Hosmer at 48 versus Merrill Kelly. Definitely worth a look on Friday night's slate. When you slide down to the first base position, there is a bit of a bump for a bit, but uh, Ty France, first base, second base, eligible at 38. He had a nice, uh, a decent night on Thursday. He's in play at 38 if you're saving some cash. Yuli Gurriel at 36 versus Luzardo is a way to save some money. CJ Krohn back at 35 versus Bauer. He had a nice double-digit day on Thursday. You can go back to that well at 35 as well. And then Christian Walker at 34, good discount versus Snell if you're fading Snell. Jesus Aguilar in tournaments at 33 is in play. So you have some value at first base if you're not paying up for the Abreus of the world. I like to play up for the Abreus of the world if you can do it. But there's definitely some value down here if you so choose. And then last but not least, I believe he's here. Yeah, Pavin Smith, first base outfit eligible for Arizona. If he cracks the lineup, he's 2,200 versus Snell. And Andrew Vaughn, first base outfit eligible at 2K versus Andrew Heaney, is someone to uh, definitely definitely uh, keep an eye on there With um, at 2K. Heck of a discount for Andrew Vaughn against Andrew Heaney. Second base position, you got Altue versus Lazardo. Yeah, I, I get it for tournaments. Very, very much worth a look. But uh, you can save some cash in second base. Gavin Lux at 41 against Sensatella and Coors. Mentioned Ty France at 38. I like both of those play. Uh, check Ryan McMahon, second base, third base, eligible at 36. He brings some love. But uh, a really, a really really strong play that I like. Jake, Jake Cronenworth at 3,400 against Merrill Kelly, I think, is a very, very nice price point, nice value on this slate. I think the Padres take it to Merrill Kelly, as we'd expect. And uh, Cronenworth at 3,400 bucks definitely brings things into play nicely. So... I like him at some savings, second base only on DraftKings. Other than that, though, if Donovan Solano cracks the San Francisco lineup, he's 32, if you're not playing Kikuchi, I can see that as, as a viable option. I really hope Chris Selwyns isn't in the lineup again. I know he had a good game, but, God, come on. Do what's right, boys. Do what's right. Other than that, like John Birdie, if he cracks the lineup, Josh Rojas, their plays. But I am really not looking to go below Jake Cronenworth unless I really, really need to. Like Cattell Marte. Second base alpha those, but 33. He went deep on Thursday. Very good contrarian play against uh, Blake Snell. So I don't hate Catel Marte in that scenario. Is worth a, a look if you so choose to go there. The third base position now. You got Bregman. I mentioned he went deep on Thursday. Beautiful moonshot to left field. He's 58, Machado 57. Both in play for you there. You got Turner and Coors. Chapman's a good contrarian play at 52. You look at Chapman Olsen at 51 and 52 respectively at super low ownership. That's an interesting way to go about it. But like Kyle Seager at 47, no one's going to play him against Johnny Cueto at $4,700. Very nice contrarian angle with Seattle. I like Seattle to be contrarian. It's not for the faint of heart. They can be very, very disappointing. It's a good matchup versus Cueto. We already saw how bad that Giants bullpen can be. So if they can get Cueto out early, which I don't expect them to go much past five anyways, it's a good spot to exploit with Seattle when everyone's going to go to Colorado. They're going to go to San Diego for good reasons. But you can get some Seattle love at a low ownership on Friday. A couple other guys at the position mentioned Ryan McMahon at 36. He's worth a look. Other than that, not a ton at the third base position below McMahon. You're paying up at the position for the most part. So keep that in mind unless things change as lineups come out. You're going to want to pay up at the position. Not a lot lower than Kyle Seager that really checks the box is maybe Ryan McMahon. Shortstop, though. Katiz Jr. versus Merrill Kelly at 6K. He has had phenomenal success in a very small sample, but phenomenal success against Merrill Kelly at 6,000. Love Corey Seager and Coolers. Tim Anderson, like the Tim Anderson, Jose Abreu, one-two punch versus lefties. We loved that last season. It's very enticing again tonight. Uh, Not going to lie about that. You got Correa. I'd still rather have Anderson in that scenario or saved a story against Bauer at potential low ownership. That always uh, intrigues me there. If you're going to save, though, and say you're stacking Seattle, J.P. Crawford at 4K, if he's uh, leading off, that's a nice look. Elvis Andrews at 31, some savings. If you're looking for some savings at shortstop, don't mind Elvis Andrews at 31. and Then Josh Rojas is down here at a nice cheap sub-3K price tag if you're looking for some massive savings. But, again, if you take the Kikuchi, take one of the Yarboros or less, you should be able to make things work for the most part. And if not, you have Cronenworth at second base. you got a cheap catcher. We can get you some value in the outfield if you need it too. Like, I love bets at 6,200. That's great. Trout at 59. Not bad. If you're wondering why I'm not attacking the Angels, we've talked about this in the past, I'm not the biggest fan of attacking Dallas Keuchel because he just limits hard contact. Can he get beat up from time to time? Sure, but it's one of those he'll throw five, six, seven, and they give like two runs and like seven hits, and it's rarely, it can happen, but it's rarely the big fantasy production for you. Like, he's not a great guy to use as a pitcher, but he's not a great guy to target with hitters. Very frustrating situation. But back to the hitters at hand in the outfield. Cody Bellinger at 57 is worth a look. Lou Bob at 53 had a nice game on Thursday night. Hopefully he's batting fifth or something, so you can throw him in with Anderson and Abreu. Have a really nice-looking stack there. Uh, Will Myers went deep. He's in play at 49. But uh, we, we talked savings, getting a little cheaper here. Michael Brantley's 4,400. He went deep on Thursday. His lefty's extremely well. He went out against a lefty on Thursday. He gets Jesus Lazardo at 44. That'll be uber contrarian. Austin Meadows went deep on Thursday. He's 4,100. Another guy to take a peek at. Christian or uh, Mark Conover's versus Christian Javier at 38. Don't hate that for some value with a leadoff hitter in Cona. Ramon is 36. So if you're targeting Javier, you get the one-two hitters in Cona and Laureano nice and cheap. For Oakland, look at Austin Slater at 3,500. He went deep on Thursday. It was leading off. We played him a lot last year when he was leading off versus lefties. If you're not playing Kikuchi, Slater at 35 leading off is a very strong play, at, especially at that price point. That's an you know, outstanding price point. Mentioned Ketel Marte at 33. You got Justin Upton at 33. I mentioned I don't like to target Keiko a lot, but if you get a discount on Upton at 33, I like it. Tapia leading off versus Bauer at 32. Tommy Pham leading off at 32. Mentioned some um, Mentioned some savings. You can get some savings in the outlet, especially a part of stacks, like throw Fam in a stack, Toppy in a stack, Upton in a potential small stack, Catel Marte in a stack. They're very contrarian stacks, but you can get them at a discount and uh, save some money. Like if Mitch Hanniger's hitting towards the top of the Seattle lineup at 31, really good look versus Johnny Cueto. Lots of savings to be had there. So I like that with um, a Mitch Yeah, Garrett Hampson cheap again at 2900 bucks. A couple other cheapies, if Jerickson Profar, Cracks the San Diego lineup. I already mentioned like Cronenworth at thirty four, Profar's outfield only, but he's twenty nine hundred bucks versus Merrill Kelly. He's the guy that's on my radar. And then Taylor Trammell is twenty two hundred bucks for Seattle versus Johnny Cueto. So keep an eye on uh, Taylor Trammell at twenty two hundred as well as a piece of savings in that Seattle lineup. Okay, recapping things real quick. Told you it'd be a quickie six games. Not much to talk about here. Don't have a lot of stats to go off of. Uh, at least relevant stats from this season of course uh pitching wise you can play up for blake snell if you choose to if you can figure it out afford it wise i don't hate it just not running to do it i'd rather save money get yarborough versus uh, miami uh cash and gpp viable lazardo and gpps pablo lopez a little more cash javier gpps kikuchi cash gpps kikuchi is going to be everywhere for me at least, at least in two of my three, I might have one with a couple Giants in it to cover my rear end, but I like Kikuchi quite a bit, just at that price point because he can give up some runs. But the strikeouts will be there, and it offsets everything. Kikuchi should be – I think he's 7,500 on FanDuel. That's reasonable. Still very much in play on FanDuel. but at least it's reasonable. If he was anywhere above 7K on DraftKings, I'd probably still use him, but he's much more of a conversation to be had. Like You really have to kind of think about – Okay, is the upside here, but like like six thousand dollars, he's the bare minimum. I like, guess it's gold. I will go to fight on that one, and that's just the way it's going to go. All right, stacking it up, you got Coors Field, Dodgers, are gonna be super popular versus Zatella. I get it, I'm not going to tell you not to play him because it's an outstanding spot to be in. Colorado versus Bauer, we saw it against Kershaw. I mentioned it on the podcast yesterday. Take the contrarian side of Coors, Colorado's priced up a little more than they were on Thursday but you can still get a cheap crone mentioned tapia hilliard's extremely cheap uh see what the lineup comes out looking like mcmahon's cheap you can get some colorado action at a reasonable price so keep that on the radar you can't go oakland versus javier i don't hate it i'd rather go to san diego i think but i guess gonna be kind of popular as well in in their matchup versus merrill kelly and rightfully so but there's some discounts in profar and Cronenworth to go and fam to go with the big dogs so keep that on on your radar Love the White Sox versus the lefty. They're very expensive, except Andrew Vaughn is 2K. So keep him in mind as well to go with the Abreus, to go with the Andersons, the Lou Bobs, all that good stuff for lefties. And last but not least, your contrarian stack that I'm going in on on Friday night, Seattle Mariners versus Johnny Cueto. So get some of that. There's some cheapies there. Taylor Trammell's 2200 Seager's 47 So you got to pay there. But there's some other values here and there throughout the lineups. Hanniger's not too bad. Just see what they do. It'll be intriguing. Very, very intriguing. There's some pop in that. those lineups against Cueto. Could be a lot of fun. But it's simple. That's it, folks. Super quick, quick hits edition. Friday night, six-game slate. Day two of the MLB season, April 2nd. If you can go on iTunes, to give a rate and review. Much appreciated. If you have any questions, the free Fantasy DGEN Slack chat is always open. Just hit me up. We'll get you put in there. I'm on Twitter at BDNTrick. If you want to watch the po- uh, watch the episode of MLB DFS Quick Hits, check it out on the Rotoballer YouTube channel. Subscribe, like, share, all that good stuff over there. Check out my articles Monday, Wednesday, Friday, the premium value articles for the slate Tuesdays and Thursdays, the free DraftKings articles at rotoballer.com. But all right, everybody. This one is in the books. I'll be back with you guys on Monday. Hope everybody's a great, fun, safe Easter holiday weekend. The Masters is next week. The Always Pressing PGA DFS podcast will be, get you ready for that. And much, much more good stuff. Go check out Bench with Bella if you want your season-long fantasy analysis as well. But until next time, MLB DFS Quickets, April 2nd edition in the books. I'm out.